0: What yeah. are you when
1: are you going back to Pittsburgh? Uh I leave Saturday night. Okay. Um I'm actually making a like a 24-hour trip down to LA on Wednesday morning. So what okay. for? Uh you know, I got to take care of some stuff. Uh house over there and I need to I got to meet some people for just some in-person meetings and then I got to see my dentist. I really like that dentist because I found him during COVID and he's like the most gentle dentist I've ever come across. Uh, very nice guy. He's like this Asian dude. Uh, and he's just like, I, I feel so like so at peace when I visit him. It's
0: it's so <laughs> hilarious that you say that because um for years I visited this one dentist just because she was recommended to me by a family friend. And it's one of yeah. those things that and she's Filipino. And so my fa- the the family friend that recommended me was like, she's really good and I'm really close with this family. And so I went to this dentist for maybe like six years and I hated, hated (laughs) the experience. She was not gentle at all. And it was like, maybe it's just like the whole Asian culture, I'm not sure, but it's like I felt embarrassed to say anything. And because I was like commit, I'm like I was committed. I'm like, okay, I I I told this family friend that I was gonna go check out her dentist, and now I'm like, I hate I can't this. Believe time. you stuck with her for six years. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. That was a long time. I I found my dentist now. She's awesome. I was you yeah. know very very gentle and always quick and very quick too. Like the first dentist, man, she was like painful yeah. and took this guy's a quick. long time. Okay, this
1: guy's really quick.
0: Yeah, I I really like that too. Like I,
1: I was really impressed by like the cleaning and how fast it was and everything. And I'm like that. I like this. I don't know if he's doing a good job, but it's fast. And there I'm you like, go. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 it's hilarious. How uh, we start off with right, depth okay of stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So today's you know today's thing is obviously a post CES post CES. You know, wrap up yeah. Yeah. review. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear about it from your end because. You know, I wasn't there. You were there. I saw you hanging out with a lot of influencers. It was very funny. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, watching and following your story felt like I was watching a man that was on vacation from his family and just like playing around. Like, it's like, I have no responsibilities. I'm here to capture content and hang out with like friends, old and new. And I was like, this is a man on vacation. That is, <laughs> and, a, I, and I want to hear that is an how an apt it
0: That is an apt description. But you know what? Truthfully though, it's, <laughs> it's funny because I have gotten a couple of messages from people and they were saying that, and even from family, they were saying that this looks like a good time. And it genuinely was. So to, yeah. uh, I would say the that the whole CES experience was the best I've ever experienced. Like I, I've gone like, what, yeah. what, three? Three to, to three CESs already. This was by far the best experience. And I'll, I'm gonna tell you why. And it's not necessarily about the tech, uh, but I'll get the uh, the disappointing parts out of the way first. and. The most mm-hmm. disappointing part about this uh, this year's CES is the fact that a lot of the tech that they shared were pretty much um, recycled stuff from last year because you know last year was COVID and so only a few attended and it was very, very disappointing. So for example, like Samsung this year, it really felt like they used the exact booth. I mean, they kind of changed uh, the layout a little bit, but all the stuff that they shared or they showed, at least to me, were from last year, especially the Freestyle one that I thought was really, really funny. And you showed that that article, basically the only update to the Samsung Freestyle. You remember that? The, the $900... Yeah, wait, <laughs> oh, so they,
1: they demoed it again just with the second Freestyle to do like the shared projection?
0: Yeah, it wasn't even a, an actual demo because they, they basically had this tent. It, it was fashioned to look like it was outdoors. There's a tent in the middle and on both sides were... Um, two freestyles. And so they were projecting on the wall, but the wall was super bright. Like you you could barely see the projection. And what they were projecting was the Aurora uh, Borealis, which is weird because it's like, I couldn't, I don't know if it's, you know, am I watching a movie? Am I watching? And it was just really vague. I thought their booth wasn't really good because if they were, well, maybe it was good, but the product wasn't (laughs) because it wasn't bright enough. Like it looked, you know, I mean, if I were, if I've never heard of the freestyle before, and I saw that on the booth, like in the booth, I'd be like, "Hey, cool! It's a little projector. I wonder, I wonder how much this would like cost? Maybe two hundred, three hundred bucks. And if I if I find out that it's nine hundred dollars, I'm like..." Whoa, that's way too much for this quality. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like who the hell would spend money on that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Only an idiot. <laughs> well, you know, in in the in the in the spirit of research and science, I would say someone would buy it. Yeah, right. Like someone like you. In the like of,
1: of of helping consumers <laughs> avoid mistakes, exactly, that is the kind
0: of person that that purchases said items. There you go. So don't feel bad, ye. You can always no, you yeah, can't return yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you
1: can't yeah. I can't it. return it. I can't return it because it took so long to like get to you, and then for you to do the review. By the time like that, although you know, I <laughs> now that I think now that I say it out loud, I think it's all your fault because you took so. Damn it was ball. my fault. I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I think you know, LG showed up. They showed up. The they showed the the roll up TV that they they announced maybe a year ago. Right, it was cool. Yeah, it was nice yeah, to yeah, see yeah, again. Yeah. Um, but they did show this new wireless TV. It's a 97-inch OLED TV, and it's completely wireless. And when I say completely wireless, like, it's not even plugged in. That was impressive. No, wait, it is, pl- it is plugged in. Mm-mm. It was not plugged in. There was nothing. It was basically running on batteries. It's crazy. crazy. Wait, yes. the one... Hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Back up. The one that I was reading about was, like... It's an entirely wireless setup, but there is still one power cable in the back. Wait, uh, and we're... everything, yeah. I just I was just looking at this. Okay, I was.
0: I'll show you the video that I have, because I went okay, around okay. the Cause... thing. I went because it was like a, mm-hmm. on a on a very simple stand. It was like one of those stands that it's kind of trendy right now for for TVs to be mounted on like this easel thing. Yeah, right. It's like a it's like an easel. So you you put the TV on it. And it looked like um a, a huge TV, but I went around it because the way they they displayed it is for you to see that there was nothing at all. there's absolutely no plug. And I'm like, this is impressive, so and I did hear someone say that, "Oh yeah, this is a, a you know, one of the th- the the people there were explaining the technology. I did not get to hear how long the battery um lasts, but for sure, this TV was running on mm, batteries, okay, yeah. So the facade or the, the entrance to the LG booth was the same. It's like a, this huge like entrance that's just full of screens and it's just a combination or it's like a bunch of screens just synced together um, that makes a huge picture. And then when you enter, it's the same roll up TV, a bunch of wireless TVs um, and the same like smart home fut- uh, of, of the future. Which is cool, Yeah, like they, yeah. their booth was really nice. They have a new gaming segment. So there's a lot of gaming setups, which was kind of cool because there's like a bunch of PCs and you can sit down and play. They even have arcades and they had um, the new, well, I, you know, from a design perspective, I actually liked the new X-Boom speakers that they had. And I had a couple of the, the first generations and the second generations. The new generations look really nice. Like they look like premium speakers and I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Um they had a this the thing that kind of stood out to me that's kind of weird was that they had a display of electric scooters within their their booth. And they're not necessarily oh. made by LG, but the idea is you know how uh, what what company is it that makes the electric scooters that are just like available in the public uh out in the public, like Bird? Is it Bird? Bird and I'm not sure if it's Segway. You know well, how the, the ones that you see that's yeah, like yeah. scattered
1: everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forget who makes them, but yeah, I know Segway does. Um, I know there's some other, I mean, didn't you buy one? They're I bought like I bought one,
0: but it was just like a, an independent, like you, I'm talking about the, the ones right. that the, the people can rent that are kind of just like scattered in yeah, the Yeah, 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 the birds, yeah. The, yeah, the birds yeah the which is kind yeah. of annoying because when they first came out, I'm like, these are cool, but I, I'm always like seeing them, even in my neighborhood. I'm like, where did they get this? It's like just parked randomly in some street corner. Like there's no proper way to store them, right? And I guess someone just like drives up in a van or something and picks them up and charges them back wherever it is. So the solution that was inside this LG booth, and I don't know why, because it was a completely different brand as well. I just can't remember. But the guy was explaining to me like, they want, they envision, like these charging stations that look really cool, actually, so people can just rent um, a scooter and after they're done they just par- they just park it into this this little machine and it charges it and there's like maybe five or six slots of them, which keeps everything tidy and when you're hopping onto one of these scooters, if you're bringing it from you know the parking lot to your work, you know exactly how long or how much battery's left and how far you're going. It's just a really nice a uh, cleaner solution than what we currently have. Um, other than that, oh, they did have this room, which I, no one really explained it, but from just my observation, it's just this big empty room with, uh, I think it was like an, a 70 or 80-inch TV in the middle, and this girl who was demoing it would do make some gestures, right? And it would activate whatever's on the screen. But then there's also a projector that's kind of like projecting onto the walls. So whatever's in the screen is extended to, throughout the entire wall. Oh, so I see. I, yeah, it's okay. almost like the projector and the screen were in mm-hmm. sync. And so whatever it is that's there, that's showing on the screen is extended further out into the into the room. And it makes it feel like you're inside whatever you're watching. Really cool. I mean, that was the, one of the things that I was like, okay, this is different. But I couldn't right. hear what the girl Actually, honestly, the girl wasn't even explaining anything. She was just like doing the thing. And people were just like kind of watching. And then we would, you know, shuffle along to the other side. Um, was was that something that was more like conceptual or like than a real product? Or do you I think feel like that was conceptual. That? Yeah, because I saw signs outside that says um, synchronization or something like that. That's definitely sure, a sure, concept. Sure. Um, but I yeah. thought it was cool. And then they had this one hundred and thirty six inch um micro LED TV, huge mm. and incredibly clear. But then again, like these yeah. TVs are also optimized to show um picture that was prepared for that particular presentation. So you're not really sure yeah, if that's exactly what it's going to look like. but it's still impressive. And then uh, the Samsung like the Samsung booth booth was okay. The Sony booth was kind of weird. It was just like they're just throwing everything at the Sony booth. Um, but
1: that's Sony, though. That's that a is so- Sony. Oh,
0: wait. Speaking of Sony, did you see the Afila? I did. So that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about tomorrow on our separate podcast. Oh, okay. about cars. Sure, but, sure, sure. But yeah, touching wait, but, on But I uh, mean, for, for context, though, right? That The Afila is yeah. the Sony Honda collab exactly so remember the the last car that they they announced was the uh it was just a concept car right that's the, the sony yeah. car that's what they called it yeah this exactly. one looks completely different from that sony car this one feels more like a final product like an actual product and <laughs> it's funny i told you this was it it was Was it you that i told that it you looked did, like no, i think you put on your story and your yeah. description was so funny it looked like a a lucid but with less polygons it's like a yeah. And not unfinished it's rendering. It's
1: like a, a, low, a low detail, unfinished rendering
0: uh, of, the, mm. of the Lucid. Of the yeah. Lucid, exactly. And it's hilarious to hear people say that they like it. Because I'm like, I'm, I remember when the Lucid came out, all these people were like, I don't like the way it looks. And everyone just around me and even online were like, I love the way it looks. I'm like, dude, it looks like a less detailed version of the Lucid. But they, I think they yeah, they're just, I, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. You're and, not a fan of it? And, and, oh, you know. It. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, I we'll talk about this on Auto Enthuse, but
1: yeah. like it, my take on it is like it feels like the same feeling when Nissan came out with the new the new Z. And it also felt like a very like low poly version
0: of a car. Yeah. And it was just like
1: it's starting to get a little boring.
0: Yeah, um, it, it is a little I boring. Think, yeah, It is a little boring. But I think I feel like the reason people were excited is is because they feel that it's going to be a little bit more affordable. Being it Honda, right? Sony and Honda. Oh, right. And it's like a f- right. retro futuristic kind of looking thing. The inside's just peppered with screens. According to Sony, it's gonna be, they're basically feeding all the available Sony film, music, and games into the car. And I'm like, how's that gonna work? But it's slated to come out in 2026. So that's gonna be interesting. And no when pricing. You think about, when you think about
1: Sony though, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do you really associate them with high quality uh entertainment, like consumer entertainment products? Like I, I associate them with other things. Like they make great cameras, uh and they make interesting speakers. Yeah. like i don't like i'm trying to think about how relevant sony is and honestly i think the most relevant probably make is just the playstation 5
0: yeah it's really weird because sony is in this realm where it it kind of it doesn't dominate anything in particular but they're everywhere yeah so growing up sony to me was all about the music because they made the sony walkman the Discman, um and other than that you're right the camera um sometimes i forget that they make the playstation i because to me the playstation is like its own brand it's its own brand right, right? it's its yeah. own brand and then
1: i mean what sony used to make phones right the sony ericsson mm-hmm. uh, they still even make then, phones. that wasn't like a pure sony product
0: yeah so yeah. now from a professional or prosumer level i mean they just make really good cameras um the other thing that they make that i think is really at least like noteworthy would be um what was it what was it i was thinking not even a tv oh actually you know they did come out with pretty good tvs back then the bravia remember the bravia series yeah no 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 yeah, yeah.
1: exactly right
0: See, and this is this
1: is my point though it's like we have to think back about like how relevant is sony yeah and all the relevant sony products like stem back to yeah like so the bravia the walkman sony mm-hmm. Ericsson. and so nowadays you're like mm, i don't really know like yeah. i not even and the don't movies really aren't have, that like, good strong <laughs> yeah <laughs> even their movies aren't that they're, like they're kind of crap <laughs> no and so you're like i i don't know how much the world needs a sony honda
0: collab yeah. but it is like it is interesting it's right? very it is, interesting for the sake of news yeah yeah very it's interesting- very interesting and then they had the um uh, they had yeah. they also had um a this a couple of displays of the sony vr so it's like for the playstation 5 and there's like a demo but unfortunately All right to try to demo you can't even just line up you have to Line up and then, or no, no, you have to scan a QR code and schedule and then line up. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for this. <laughs> it's like, it's, no one wants to do that. Yeah, no one wants to do that. It, even the line wasn't like there wasn't even anyone there, but people were like, or we were asking the, the guys and they're like, oh, you have to scan the QR code and schedule. I'm like, wait, what? Like, there's no one here. Like, we'd like to try it, but the, and anyway, my my friend ended up um trying one of their. They had like a matrix style setup with not as many cameras, but like a bunch of cameras around you. And you would stand in the middle, and they would basically in real time put you in the metaverse. But we describe it really like hilariously because my friends like, okay, I'm gonna go try it. He's in the middle. He's like screaming. He's like doing his thing, and then on the screen you can actually see him, right? Like he's in the metaverse. He's he's like in this in this um, stadium, but he looked like he was he was he was made out of a, a. PS1 graphics (laughs) really (laughs) bad (laughs) I'm like okay this is terrible I guess this is impressive but the the whole setup just for that was very underwhelming so that's the the whole Sony thing and I mean other than that there was just like weird pieces here here and there um the other noteworthy display you know what the one thing that I will say that really impressed me Mm -hmm. was TCL's booth I was really impressed. Like They really showed up this year. Their booth was huge, probably bigger than LG's. It was really um, well put together. And when you think of TCL, you don't necessarily think of like, I guess expensive products, right? But the TVs look amazing. I was actually surprised at how nice the picture quality was. But again, these are things that are prepared for the presentation, right? They predetermined, recorded, using the highest quality, whatever, but man, their TVs look good. They looked absolutely incredible. They are using, I guess the biggest push is the micro LED technology, which is basically like OLED, but without the burn-in. That's what was explained to me. Um, I did not see any 3D TVs, which is kind of weird. Um, maybe I just missed well, it. Well, 3D is not popular anymore. No, exactly. So I'm like, maybe we've yeah. finally just. I mean, moved when's past the last that? time you saw a 3D film? Avatar, which, by the way, we need to talk about. You <laughs> watched Avatar? I did. Wait, I watched, I watched it twice. You did, dude, it's a, it's, it's a good movie.
1: Is it <laughs> well, not? hold on. I watched it twice, and I uh-huh. will say, the second time around, God,
0: that feels like a three-hour movie. Like oh, it yeah, really Yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't know <laughs> if I can watch it twice. And the only reason I couldn't I don't know if I, I could watch it twice is because I was stressed out with that movie more than I was expecting. It's because of the kids. It's like like they get captured, they get released, they get captured again. And I'm like,
1: oh, my God, I've never. Yeah, man, those kids got captured so much. I felt like the writers were like
0: you know what let's <laughs> capture them again that's why the one line <laughs> let's do it again of, that's why the l- one line of the kid was hilarious when she's like oh we're back again or something like that right like yeah that yeah yeah, yeah that little girl's like can't believe i'm <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm back again i'm like wow that's i was
1: like you know what i can't believe that either this is ridiculous <laughs> okay so why did you watch that movie twice Oh, I mean, it was because the first time we watched it, IMAX 3D in Taipei, mm. and uh, basically due to very poor planning on my dad's part, he decided not to buy tickets ahead of time and just bought tickets on site, which meant we had to sit in the fourth row of oh. this huge-ass IMAX screen, and so my neck is just, like, cranked up for, you know, three hours. Oh, God. And, I was, and then, so Maggie, my fiancé, and I, uh, we were saying, you know what? I'd love to watch this movie again uh, in comfort though. Mm-hmm. And in a way where like, you know, usually with a movie like that, you just feel like you lose details or you, you, know, you lose sight of everything yeah. uh, because it's like, it's so overwhelming. So I, the idea was second time around, maybe we'll, we'll see some more, more things. Mm-hmm. And I can confirm that after having watched it twice,
0: uh, once is enough. Yes. And <laughs> you really don't miss anything. I, I think so. I agree. As much as I love that movie, I think once is enough. Um, it yeah. was incredible in 3D, but I mean, we we digress. Basically, we 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 got off into a different tangent about like this this whole 3D thing, so, uh, you know, got into right. the movies. But right. um, going back to CES, the other thing I actually wrote down a couple of things that I that I noticed, or at least were noteworthy to me. Uh, Samsung has it for a refrigerator. I don't I don't even know if this is new or not. I just didn't notice it before, where you could change the panels in the front. So you can customize it to look. Oh yeah,
1: they 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 announced that last year.
0: Oh, they did. Okay, so yeah, it's again a rehash of the the same old thing. Um, LG had the roll up, the 97 inch um, OLED um, wireless TV. They also okay. Let me. There's a car. You know what? Honestly, those are the only things that I really wrote down. Oh, here's one thing that you might be interested Mm in. Um, I got to ride in the uh, the Tesla Loop.
1: Which oh is, yes, yeah. I did want to hear about that. So yeah. tell me how does it, how does it work? I I know I've read about it before, but yeah. I just want to refresh it.
0: Yeah. So it from crossing from one uh, wing, I think it was the west side, west hall, to the south hall mm-hmm. of the convention center, it would normally take you like a twenty minute walk. I think if you were to step mm-hmm. outside and just cross the street and all that stuff, and some people would Uber, but CES this time basically took a uh, They had a bunch of Teslas outside. And so you would just have to line up. And there wasn't there was hardly any line, which is kind of cool because the 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 rate of which all these Teslas would would pass by and you know pick up new passengers was really fast. So it basically just drives down, you have a driver and you sit inside the car, and then it it starts to drive down this this tunnel, which is kind of claustrophobic in the beginning, but then you see all these neon lights. And so it's kind of comforting in a little bit, in a a way. But what made the experience even better is the fact that they actually have cables, like network cables um, installed underneath. So no matter how deep you go through the tunnel, you will never lose signal. So you always have full bars underneath, which is really cool. And the guy, the driver was telling us this, but the tunnel itself, I mean, it literally just looks like a tunnel. It's not even a nice one. It's You're just right. a hole <laughs> with some neon lights inside. However, when you get down and you know there's like this large opening and it's like it's like a parking garage for a nice hotel. And you see some signs underneath and it took us like what 5 minutes 5 minutes or something. And we were across yeah. the street and we just went up the thing and we're in the, the other hall, which is really nice. So as a concept, I thought that was really cool. I think people were very excited to try it out. I was excited to just sit inside a Model X and I'm like, yeah. I've never been inside a Model oh, X. Yeah.
1: Hold on. But in terms of actually like going through the tunnel, is it done on autopilot
0: or, is it, or no. are, they, are they driving? They're still driving. So literally it's just a tunnel. So I don't know. It, yeah. Oh, I really thought it was autopilot. I thought that was the whole sell of it. Was that like you stick your car in autopilot
1: and it just takes you to
0: the end? That could be it. But maybe, maybe the, the driver wasn't driving. He was just talking to us. I How fast did he get to? Oh, it was really slow. It was like maybe, I don't know, 20 miles, 30 miles an hour. Really slow. Oh, yeah. What? Okay, this, it's like driving through okay. a neighborhood. The more you describe it, yeah, the it, more <laughs> underwhelming this is getting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little underwhelming, but still cool because considering the traffic that you get up, up, you know, on the surface, sure, sure. Like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it like is a nice it's solution. It's still a shortcut. Yeah, it is a it's shortcut. Still fast. It's yeah. fun. It's yeah. it's basically a subway, but you you take your your car instead, your Tesla. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So hold on. Mm-hmm.
1: Y- you you've mentioned TVs, displays, and things like that. But our last conversation, you had told me that there was a particular product that you were like a company you were working with or something. Yes. And I don't know if you can talk about it now. Yeah, it yeah. was related to
0: printing. Dude, I couldn't find them. It's I was so disappointed. I couldn't find their booth for some weird reason. I took like, because I think they were in, um, uh, not Eureka Park, but somewhere else. It, the company's mm-hmm. name is called Inuru, I think. And basically, okay. I wanted to check out their, their product because it was it was the technology was basically the printing they they print they can print on just about anything and whatever it is that they print can light up. So it that's the technology that I was excited to, to see. And they have a demo. I can show you the demo um, later on that they, they shared with the media. How do you, how do you how do you spell their i n u r u? Let me see if I if I actually have it correctly, Inuru. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a germ, German company. Um, and just to give you an example of, wait, yes, just to give you an example of like real world applications. For example, your, mm. your medicine bottle, your medicine is expired. The word ex- expired no. actually flashes. And if you look at their media, um, they, they actually did an in-house collaboration with Coca-Cola, I think. And so it's like sure. a demo presentation of Coca-Cola and Star Wars. And so the, the Coca-Cola bottles with, with the Star Wars theme, you can actually see the lightsaber light up. And this is on the label. This is printed on the label. So I'm like, this is wild. Like, I would love to wow. see this. Wow. Yeah. This, is, this is
1: pretty crazy. Yeah, it's I'm really looking at their cool. website right now. Yeah. This is
0: fascinating. And you can print that on clothes. So logos, like, for example, I'm wearing a North Face jacket right now. Imagine the North Face um, logo, like, yeah. flashing. I mean, I think that's useful, especially if you're, I don't know, in the snow or in the wilderness. You know, concept, it's really cool. So I just don't know how the technology works and unfortunately I couldn't find them and maybe I just didn't spend enough time because dude we got there okay so just to give you an idea of how much uh walking and how, many, how much of an effort right. to try to cover a CES was I drove yeah, yeah, yeah. from San Diego to Las Vegas I left at 3 30 in the morning and it's, it's really funny a side note as I was driving it started raining right like I'm still in San Diego it started uh-huh. raining And all throughout San Diego, from San Diego to San Bernardino, I would come across like these flashing signs that says, severe weather, Um, avoid travel (laughs) until Thursday night, which is basically that (laughs) night. (laughs) I'm like, it's kind of too late for this. And I get to San Bernardino and it was like storming. Like I could barely see what's in front of me. Um, It was raining really hard. The wind was stupid crazy. And I almost wanted to turn around. The only reason I didn't was because I was following a bunch of cars. And I'm like, if they're okay, then I guess I'm okay. Fortunately, by the time we got to like bar store or something, the, it, it let up. Yeah. I mean, it was weird because almost the entire trip, it was raining. So I got there at like nine-ish in the morning, had a quick breakfast, started walking the floors. I met up with two creator friends and started walking the floors. And we got home at like, 10 30 at night. And then I slept at maybe midnight. Woke up at around five. And then repeated the whole process. We were we were in the convention Ugh. center as soon as they opened. Came home at 10 30, 11 at night. And dude, it was it was a lot. It was a lot of walking. I know you oh, you're already tired. Just listening terrible. to that <laughs> Oh my
1: god, that sounds miserable. <laughs> it's like I I know because there's so much to cover. There uh, is so
0: much to cover. Yeah. There's so much to cover. Okay,
1: so w- I mean so you you've touched on the the items that even I I think I, I was able to see this all online, right? Mm-hmm. So were there any standout products that you came across that, you know, wasn't reported by like The Verge or, you know, CNET, that kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: well, I wasn't going to talk it about something I couldn't see. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about one of the media invites that I got was um from that um this machine that that's supposed to make you, um it's supposed to simulate a, a an activity for adults. Uh, I think you saw oh, this. Is it called? Is it called Handy? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Wait. Yes. I think we should totally talk about this. Well, because I, I saw this uh-huh. uh, on a on a reel that The Verge
0: posted, and it's I saw like that the one.
1: first thing. Like it's like their thumbnail, right? Is yes. is Handy,
0: and I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I didn't visit the booth because. I, you know, to be honest with you, I'm like as curious as I was, I'm like, this is probably going to go down on my list as like one of the, the more, the least um, interesting thing for me. It, it was curious. I mean, it was, it was, it was interesting and hilarious, <laughs> but in a hilarious way, right? Like, it's like the, yeah. Like I was going to say the balls needed because I mean, no pun intended, <laughs> but you know, for the company yeah. to actually go to CES and promote that. I mean that was kind of impressive, right? But I saw I just saw the reel and I saw the media kit that they sent, and I'm like, yeah, this is something that I could probably talk about, but maybe not. I mean, other than that, I didn't really see. Um, oh, the only thing that I saw that was kind of cool was the you've seen this before, and it, this is not really necessarily new technology, but like, um, like it's like a fan. And it spins really fast and it projects like lasers So that, um, or laser light. Oh, that, that is there every single year. Yeah. Every yeah. single year that's there. There's, there's yeah. a lot of those this year. So that was impressive. Google wasn't there. I didn't see Google. They didn't have a, a nice mm. outdoor thingy. So, but I did say in the beginning of this podcast, this is the best CES I've attended, right? So I don't want to, I mean, as, impress, as impressive as some of the tech are, there's really nothing groundbreaking or new. And although yeah. the, the brands showed up in a big way this year, definitely not as big as the previous years that I've gone to. I mean, at least as the first one. And I'm sure yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, w- yeah. if you saw it, you'd probably be like, this is okay. But you can definitely admire the efforts that went into the, the whole thing because it didn't feel like it was, ha- I guess, half-assed. It definitely didn't feel like TCL really showed up. like I felt like their booth was amazing. Canon did have uh, a tie-in with a movie. I think it's called the Cabin or something like that. So they had like an entire mm-hmm. cabin inside uh, John Deere, the um, the the company that makes like tractors and stuff. Um, yeah. They were there. It was huge. They had a huge booth. Um, I saw uh what do you call this like the Mercedes Car I saw. Um, Stellantis. What about a, the uh? <clears throat> which? One? What about the color changing BW? That one. Okay, I forgot about that one. So that one's kind of impressive online. In person, it was. Uh, it was. It's not that great, to be honest. The concept car. If you look at it, like I was talking to a friend, I'm like, you know, I'm looking at this car, and this is supposedly the new. Three series. That's gonna be like the proportions of the new three series. I kind oh, of like it. Right, right. Yeah. I kind of like it. And it reminds me of the old three series, like the E30. Like it's a small car again. And they incorporated the grill and the headlights. So now the, the grill is like it covers the entire front, and that's also the headlights, yeah, which is yeah, cool. But the color yeah. changing aspect of it, if you really look, like if you're there and you're looking at the actual car, it's a very imperfect like body. Like you can see um scratches and like where the seams are where they they put that that uh, okay. that kind of paper thin um wrapping that changes that actually changes the color of the car. So you know, when I was looking at it online, I'm like this looks pretty cool. But when you're there, you see it. Like you see how actually dirty it is and how how imperfect or imperfect it is. Um but it was cool. I liked it. Uh I I feel like that's the reason why they had it like in a separate thing. And it was like completely dark inside. And it's like, it, it's funny. Cause it's like, they had like bars and you look through the bars to look at the car. And I'm like, I feel like I'm in prison. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. It's weird. It's weird. You get, to, you get to see the car up close and it wasn't that impressive. I mean, it, the, the, the color changing aspect was impressive but other than that, it, it, it was okay. They did have a bunch of seven series, electric seven series that were, that were out there just free to test drive. And you're not even driving with, uh, with someone. They literally just give it to you. Like, go, go drive around. I'm like, oh, this is... I didn't BMW try it. BMW always,
1: yeah. always likes to do that. Like, they I'll always like okay. to have an exhibit. Yeah, like, out in the parking lot where... Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, like, a couple of years ago when they did it with, like, the X... Maybe, like, the X7 or something like that, with the X5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you take it over some, like, crazy obstacle course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: This one like was was kind of like that but not really. I mean, it, there was a huge push for sure for electric vehicles. The one car that did stand out um was a concept yeah. by how do I say the name? Um It's it's a French company car. Um how do you say this name? P E U. P E U. Oh, uh, P-U, uh is it Peugeot? Pugo? Peugeot? Yeah.
1: Peugeot? I yeah, Pugo or Pugo or P, yeah. yeah I've know known of
0: that. this company yeah. forever since I was younger, but yeah. I still don't know how to pronounce it. And I've never really looked it up. Well, because
1: we don't, we don't get their cars here. We so don't, we, yeah. Like We never come across them. Yeah,
0: but they had the most amazing looking concept car, and it's called the Inception concept. To me, it looked like a new DeLorean. Really cool. I think it stole the show, to be honest. Um, oh, this is going to be funny. We can cover this tomorrow, but I saw Faraday there faraday future they actually had a car but it was like tucked in a little corner and it wasn't they were (laughs) yeah they were actually being represented by a different company not necessarily faraday's booth it was by a company called infusion i think and they make Lidar. So basically, it's their technology that's oh, on the I Faraday. See. So it's a partner. It's, it's a, a partner. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's like an OEM partner that was exhibiting uh, like, exactly a Faraday's car. Precisely. So yeah, that was the only reason they were there. So I'm like, there were there weren't even any Faraday people. So it's just like the the girl I was talking to was yeah. from that company that makes the lidar. So that was cool. Um, the other thing that I liked. Uh, there's a lot of companies that make um, these portable power stations, like these electric power stations. There's a lot of them. Like, I don't know why, if it's, I guess, the thing right now, but I'm kind of looking into it. It's really interesting. I mean, plus they're they're designed like really nice. but that's pretty much it. Like anything else, like headphones, anything, any, I didn't see anything different. Yeah. Every,
1: I feel like I feel like you're scraping the bottom. I am of the at this right point. I to am try to, yeah. to try to figure out, like, yeah.
0: So, like, what did I see at CES? No, it, yeah, it yeah. Feels
1: like honestly, a whole, like I think for for people listening, if you haven't been to CES, but if you follow CES, or maybe if you don't, if you don't follow CES. The general takeaway that I that I have come to understand is, uh. Display technology always is a, is a big topic because and, and I think displays themselves have a very um, it's like a very uh, straightforward production plan or like like product plan where it's like, you know, first you had like HD TVs and mm-hmm. then you had 3D TVs and then you had like 4K TVs and it's like as you continue to to continue to add features, it's very easy to understand. Okay, what is the next progression and like iteration on this product type, uh, and it'll just continue to go that way. Because TVs can always get like brighter, more like higher fidelity, mm-hmm. uh, have better sound, like and have better like plugs in terms of like. Uh, you know now like with the uh, the LG one where it's all wireless yeah so like it's, it's clear how that goes and so they have like a very easy way of like demonstrating this is our new thing but then for everything else you end up having to like observe and see what is the new standout product category for this year and so for past years like I think maybe like Three years ago, I would have said drones were drones were. It was the, the drone yeah. category for sure. Yeah, to the the point where like you were just walking through the exhibit halls and it was like drone cage after drone cage of people yeah. demonstrating their drones and flying them around, and then, then like that's not as 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 cool anymore. And so like then you just have like the remaining few companies who who have done really well, like DJI. Uh, and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they do their drones and that's fine. So for this year then, it sounds like, again, you have your displays, but then like, what, what do you feel like is that product category that stands out as like, this is the new thing that people are focusing on? And I don't, if you say like portable power, like, I don't believe that, <laughs> like, I don't think that's big enough.
0: No, it's not, definitely not as big as the drones, but I was gonna say it was either electric vehicles it's so weird. I, I was actually talking to my friend and I said, it's funny yeah. how this is starting to turn into a car show because the focus really is electrification. And I think because of that, people are more interested in portable power or just like, like mm, electric I generators see. in general. So I yeah. think that was like those are the most memorable things to me. And I didn't even spend a lot of time in Eureka Park because it was insane it was like there's way too many things like i think we've we've finally hit um like the peak screens you know what i mean like even for for gaming like there's a bunch of gaming monitors i didn't get to see the one that that you can bend have you seen that one like you can literally it's yes, like a, a straight, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. The one that you can
1: like you can you can actually like pull it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sketched. Change try. the radius yeah. of the you can change the curve with your hand. Yeah. It looks super like unnatural. It yeah. looks so
0: sketch. And I saw I saw the video. I didn't see it in person. I don't even know if they had it there. But in my head, I'm like, yeah. why don't you they just have a switch that'll automatically like slowly? Curve it right instead of you having to muscle your way into like yeah. Bending. Well,
1: I feel like there is a company that I think LG or Samsung already have a display that has that function, oh interesting that feature. Okay, where you can just like you can either press a switch or toggle mm-hmm. and it'll change the it'll change the the curve.
0: Yeah, so yeah. there there is also a couple of like different companies like Hisense, TCL, LG, and Samsung. They had like TVs that were fashioned to look like um, big art pieces, right? They, they, they mimic the colors of paintings like so well that you can almost mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. the texture. Like you can almost, you, you feel like if you touch it, you'll feel the texture of the oil painting. So those were kind of yeah. impressive. But again, like you said, I think we've reached like maximum, like peak, just like screen, um, like display technology, at least for now. And we, we thought that 3D was going to be a thing, but they're gone. Um, I didn't see anything like that. However, you, if, you, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're wondering, like then why did Michael say that this was the best CES that he's attended? So this is the most important thingy. And I think I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah. But you and I know that it takes some effort to try to attend CES unless you are part of the cta or you are um you are you actually own a company and all that stuff that you are sponsored whatever because the first time i was able to attend was through Yee, because he sponsored me and i was under his company basically this time they basically opened up the the convention to a bunch of creators this is the first time that i've gone where i see i i I saw a lot of creators and which is kind of cool because remember when um in the I guess a few years ago, people were very much business. Um, that's just the air. That's just the vibe. You look, you look left and right. It's business people everywhere. This time, it almost felt like um, a creator convention. You'll see people with with cameras and, and you know just wearing shorts and just like very casual, and they were genuinely having fun. And I think yeah. this time, um, the CTA, or whoever it is that's um, that's organizing this whole thing. Recognize that the best way to promote um, the event or the companies or the products is to actually work with influencers, and so that's what they did. Or I shouldn't say influencers, but just creators in general. So they they lowered the threshold of um, like the requirements to be able to attend, and a lot of the companies actually, and just, this is just from speaking to all the creators that I saw there, um, were sponsored. A lot of them were 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 sponsored by companies which is really cool. So I don't know if you know this one individual, his name is Andres Vidoza. He has like a big mm, following mm. On, on YouTube right now. And I've, I've known him since um, the early days of my Instagram. We were basically, like he right. was ahead of me and I followed him because he, he, you know, he was very young. I think he was in high school when I followed him. Um, he blew up like amazingly. And he was sponsored last minute with his, with his editor. And so they covered the MSI uh, event and everything. And so we got to have lunch with them and we also had dinner with them. Actually, we had dinner with them twice and it w- we were just talking. And so that's why the event or the whole CS thing was very, it was an eye-opening experience for me. And it was really nice to yeah. get to talk to all these um, creators. So Andres, um, he was telling me like how he got into the space, who invited him and I talked to another one. And this person was basically also telling me his experience and I'm like, okay, so there really seems to be a push towards like really getting these creators to promote their products and their services. I mean, if you look at one part of CES, it's really just a show and tell, right? It's like you, you and I have talked about this, like Sony, we already know who Sony is, but they just want to show how cool they are. Right. So I think that side of the CES is moving towards more of like the creator side. And the other side is still the same brand and manufacturer kind of relationship where a lot of these brands are looking for vendors or manufacturers. Like there's a bunch of e-bikes there that are just, you know, um, what do you call this? Like they don't even have any branding. It's generic looking. So they're probably looking for, um, in case you're a brand that you're looking for a supplier, that that's where you go. So there's that side of the CES. But I think, I have a feeling, I have a really, really strong feeling that next year CES is going to be even bigger, not necessarily for the tech, but for creators in general, which is really cool. I hung out with a bunch of creators and it was like the best, the best time. Cause I've never done that before. Aside from from if there was there was an actual like creator style event, like Vid Summit, I think. I think this year it's gonna be in Texas. CES was kind of like that. It was like a small version of that. And I don't think that was intentional. I think it just happened because all these brands started to invite all these creators. So yeah, I have a feeling yeah. that next year CES is going to be even bigger for creators. It was really cool because we all got, we were all so excited. We were like, dude, I've, all, you know, I've seen you um, on TikTok or whatever. And it's, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. like, wow, yeah. I can
1: see you in person now. Dude, yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's a funny story. So we got back to the hotel the first night at like 10 o'clock at night. We were so tired, we haven't had dinner. And then my friend goes, hey, um, I got a, t- a message from this guy and he said he's getting some tacos like near the strip. It's like, all right, let's go. So we, we were about to g- g- basically get comfortable and then we put our shoes on and we head out again. So we head out and have, you know, buy tacos and we sit at a separate table. And it's like us who, me and my, my two buddies, Uh, We're kind of like more in the YouTube space. And the other table were a bunch of TikTokers. And in the beginning, it's like no one was talking. Yeah, it's hilarious because it's like no one was talking because it's like, oh, those guys are from TikTok. And then they were like, oh, those guys are from YouTube. And then towards the end of the night, we all end up in one table. And there was maybe like, I don't know, like eight or nine of us. We we basically took over the entire restaurant. Not not because there were so many of us because it's a a big place but we were so loud and we were all sharing the same thing like how did you guys get here what are your tips like what is your process it was the most (laughs) interesting how do you get followers dude it was the most interesting experience because it's like it felt (laughs) like i and i said this when we were there i'm like this is like coffee with creators live, but then I was like, no, this is yeah, this yeah, is yeah. tacos with creators. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool and I you know, I I I exchanged some emails and, and uh, contact information with uh, with a couple of them. And they have really good followings too. So I'm like, yeah. if this is an indication of where this industry is going, next year is going to be incredible. Incredible. So I think that is, that is that is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the change in
1: uh, like target audience for who attends CES, mm-hmm. right? Like to your point beforehand, it's it was directly towards like media, but media wasn't like influencers. Media was like, I would say like your, your traditional media, yes. right? You're like yes. your tra- traditional news outlets. And then the rest were either at, like uh, like attendees, mm-hmm. Sorry, the rest were like exhibitors or they were there to, or they're like buyers, yes. right? They're there to like network to actually find connections or whatnot like ces for people that i know in the industry that attend ces like they're not actually walking the floor they're actually in like back-to-back meetings all day long Mm -hmm. with meetings that have been set up ahead of time with like different partners and oems different vendors Mm -hmm. and so what you're talking about is like the consumer facing side of the consumer electronic show and that's something where perhaps cta has realized hey we gotta like get this we gotta get this up and running. We can't just keep this so, like, locked in
0: to to the traditional audience that yes. they're used to. Yes. Yes. You're yeah. you're you're gonna like this this uh this thing that I've observed. Um, before I don't know how it was before, but if you're in the media, um, this year at least, if you're in the media, even if you just have a YouTube channel, you're considered media. Yeah. So you have your badge has a certain color, right? Your badge. Our badges had um an orange tag so that people can spot that you're from the media. It's like, whenever you're walking around with that orange tag, you feel like you're being, um, it's like vultures. You feel kinda cool? Not even that, it's like vultures (laughs) like like circling around you. Like these reps, they're very proactive. They're like, hey, you know, I see that you're from the media. Would you like a tour? And I'm like, I've never experienced this before. Very, very friendly. Very proactive, and you can tell that they're trying to capitalize on the fact that you know hope they're hoping that we might cover whatever mm. it is that they're they're, they're yeah. sharing in the, in that event and so I'm like this is a very interesting um i guess change of uh i don't know like experience change of pace yeah change of pace like yeah. some of them would even send us like so there was a lot of like exchanges of of, of business cards. And some of them would even message me on Twitter and be like, hey, can you stop by the booth if you're still here? I want to give you some, so a couple of things to take home with you. And I'm like, I've never I've never really uh experienced this where I felt like I was a celebrity even though no one really you know, knew who I was you know what you had, Michael? There's there's a
1: term for this. It's what called, is it? you had your you had your hot girl moment <laughs> where like everyone is like coming after you, like, hey, like you going know, come by, you know, come hang out. Okay. You know, hey, a I hot see girl that, uh. moment. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You had your hot girl moment. I love it, it yeah. Really, you know, kind of caught you off guard. You're no, like, it, did. You know, it I was did.
0: Prepared for this? Yeah, it yeah. did. And even um my my two friends who were first timers, right? Like they were they were kind yeah. of in the beginning they were like, "Okay, what should we do?" And at first I thought I was going to do my own thing, just walk around and just like experience it the, the yeah. way I've always experienced it, but we we basically just stuck together and it wasn't like it Diluted the experience. It actually amplified it because they also knew some people and some people knew them. Oh, I think I lost my camera. Yeah. Can you still see hear me though? Oh, you lost your camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah you lost okay. your camera. Anyway. So the experience was just amplified because they were also just really excited and they were getting approached and they were getting um new, making new yeah. contacts. And I'm like, this is amazing. And like you said, it's not like I didn't try last time. This one, it's really like it's almost like in your face. Like they want to talk yeah. to you, they want to promote their stuff. It became, it became um, just a different type of convention. So I have a feeling, I have a feeling that next year, it's going to be even bigger. It's going to be crazier. So Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I hope so because I think that'd make it a lot more fun. And I think
1: for your case too, it's like you end up having, it's okay, it's always fun when you get to network. Yes, and when you get to network with people you actually care about, and I think that's what sets this apart for you so much. Exactly, is that you're like, oh, like I, I'm, I'm within a community that I really enjoy, and a lot of like-minded individuals. There's a lot of knowledge sharing and whatnot, and like that typically just didn't happen, you know, for the past CESs. It was just no. like you were there, mm-hmm. you're kind of like a lone ranger, so to speak. Like Pretty you're much, like, yeah. You try to find your own stuff and and whatnot, and you're also like you are competing against the traditional media outlets because you know, you're, you're not the verge, you're not CNET, you know, you're not in gadget.
0: That's exactly what it is. Because uh, I had the, the two friends that I went with, they attended the media day and they was said, they said it was incredibly boring because it was a bunch of keynotes. It was a bunch of like previews. Mm. So unless you're there to just report on things, if you're one of those outlets that have to be the first to report something that would benefit you. But if you are a creator who's looking to work with brands and connect with other people, you definitely don't have to attend the media day. Um, That's what they've been telling me, at least. That that's what their experience was. Because the rest of the two days that we were there, it felt like a party, like a big party. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I really liked it. So I think next year, if you guys are listening, yeah, I I was just gonna say that you should try, yeah, to to go to CES. So for the sake of the listeners, right? It's like what what
1: do you have to do? As a creator, basically, influencer on TikTok or Instagram, what do you have to do to be able to qualify to be invited as media or to qualify as media?
0: Right. So all you got to do is really just look at the website. It's like just even just type in Consumer Electronics Show Las Vegas, like the main website, the CES website will tell you what qualifications they're looking for. On YouTube, there's a specific number of views that you have to get every month and a minimum number of uh, subscribers. The same goes with Instagram, but to be honest with you, with how social media is working right now and how there's so many brand I mean, people that are just like blowing up like crazy. Like for example, like on TikTok, a million followers is like nothing now, right? Um, In comparison, like I feel like their requirements are very low. So I don't know if they're going to increase that next year or not, but they will tell you basically how much you need to be qualified and you get in for free. Or if you can get in touch with a brand, it doesn't matter which one, but someone who's attending, right? It doesn't have to be a big brand, but basically if you can get in touch with one of them through your your content or whatnot and just see if you can get sponsored. Like when I say sponsored, that not necessarily like getting a free flight or hotel or anything, but just having them sponsor you so you can attend, That's another way. Um, Although I did talk to a bunch of creators who were sponsored completely. Like they were staying at the Bellagio. They got uh, like flight. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm doing this wrong. So (laughs) yeah. So that's the goal next year. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. But let's make it it happen. Absolutely, dude. Like, I want to see you there next year. I like, I want to walk around the floor with you because I feel like this might be a different CES from the ones that you've been attending for the last, how many years? I agree. No, I think, I think if, it, if it continues on this trend, I, I, I think I would actually really look forward to attending.
1: Because, uh, again, like my personal background is I've attended CES for, I think, like three, four years. And, I was, and each time, because I've, I've attended as just a regular, like, attendee just to view the exhibits. Mm-hmm. I've attended as an exhibitor. Um, and, you know, both are vastly different experiences. Uh but also it's like the what matters is how how CTA you know pitches the event you know what are they trying to focus on so if it goes if it trends in this you know creator direction of trying to get exposure trying to make these partnerships uh i think it's going to be really fun i think we would have a great time absolutely uh, just like walking around but you know the problem still becomes you know the the things exhibited need to still be fun right? yes i think that's a mm-hmm. big part of it mm-hmm. it's like if it's if it's not innovative then it's still very frustrating because there's so much money being thrown at this, uh, and and I personally always think about could this money be better spent somewhere else developing like a cooler technology? Because at the end of it, it is it is the CES show, and yeah. so you you do I I always come come away thinking like who are the standouts because. They're typically not the big companies. They're typically like the small companies mm-hmm. or even like the one you mentioned, like Inuru. Like yes. I had doing like a quick search, like that is mind-blowingly yeah. awesome. Uh, I was really sad I and, couldn't and find it Yeah. No, 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 totally. And, and so it's like companies like this that come out with really niche products or really, like truly, like innovative pod, products, but they're hard to find and you got to like dig through the... The, the crap to like get to them. <laughs> yeah. You got to walk like yeah. 30,000 steps to find
0: something that's like, <laughs> wow, this was really cool. Uh, By the way, yeah, the but the, the, yeah. the 30,000 steps that ye mentioned, that is not even far from the truth. Like that's how big CVS <laughs> is. Absolutely. I was walking
1: all day. Yeah. Well, you could, you could, I think you could feasibly like get in 20 K steps easily a day uh-huh. and you'd still be looking at new stuff every single day. Dude,
0: like, it's, I, yeah, I it's was tired. Absurd. I was tired. Like, I wanted to go back the third day, but I'm like, I yeah. can't. <laughs> I have to drive home and survive this. So, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, awesome. But, yeah, the, I mean, that was, that was pretty much my CES experience. Um, I came, you know, I was very, I guess, uh, maybe I wasn't, the expectations weren't too high when I, when I, when I went, yeah. but I came home very, very happy and just, I felt like, and this is true, um, someone said, if you were, if you had to pay to, for that experience, like if you had to pay like a thousand bucks to get there, yeah would you, would you be happy to pay that amount? And I'm like, absolutely. I thought my takeaway was like, my wow. takeaway was the, the experience and the connections that I made with some of the brands and also some, a lot of the creators made it such a great experience for me that I would gladly pay for it. So yeah. if you guys are listening to this and if you're thinking or if you're on the fence, actually, this is very important. If you are a tech creator, it doesn't even, when I say tech creator, that you don't necessarily have to talk about tech, but if you're talking about cars or impl- appliances, like most consumer items, right? Unless you're a super niche, like you're a carpenter or something. Yeah, heck, even carpenters yeah. who, who are interested in any piece of tech, you have to attend CES next year because this is the place for all the products that we care about that is pretty much, you know, everyone cares about. You have to be there. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. crucial, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so that's it. And that's, uh, that's all yeah. I can think of. I'm sure there's some more. There's some more that might uh, that, come no, that, that might. I think that's great. Out. I think that's a great,
1: great place to wrap it up. Because I think it's very compelling mm-hmm. uh, and telling that your, your time and, like, what you took away from this year's CES was so... Uh, so enjoyable, basically. Like yeah. you're like, wow, you would gladly pay, and it was great because you made the connections. Mm-hmm. And the people treated you in a way that was like they wanted your attention, they wanted you there, which is again very different uh, mindset from what it has been in the past.
0: Yeah. And so, I want to clarify yeah. too that it wasn't like I know I know you said I was having a hot girl moment, <laughs> but I want to ca- clarify that it really wasn't about like the ego of being recognized because frankly, no one recognized me. Which is cool, because right, right, like two right. of my buddies, they were being recognized. They're like, hey, you're from TikTok. No one recognized me, and I felt completely <laughs> comfortable like that. I'm like, thank God. Like, I, don't want, I don't want anyone to be like, hey, you know, because I honestly wouldn't know how to react. But um, it was just because they, the, the eagerness for people to work, like the eagerness for them to work want to work with you, that was different. And that was very important to me. Like brands were like, I'd yeah. love to, to talk some more and let's get to work, right? Feels good to be wanted. Exactly. As
1: opposed to constantly chasing things down. Exactly. And I yeah. think, you know, especially if you're, you know, Michael in this case, where like you're constantly working to build better deals, to make better content, to, to showcase, you know, these, the, the kinds of products that you're trying to, you know, get partnerships with. Like it's nice to, it's almost like, I, I think maybe like it's the moment where you feel like it paid off, and things are starting to like take a turn. Yes, uh, or things are shifting. Like the tides are shifting, and it's not so much the chase anymore. And it's just like, wow! Like these opportunities are finally being presented, exactly. and I can just like,
0: like because that's one of the hardest parts. Is it is the hardest part. Yeah, it is the hardest part. And the creators that I I met there, some of them are 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 veterans in this field. They were sharing yeah. insights, like they were like left and right. They weren't even holding anything back. Like some were telling me how much they were making, how much they were charging a brand, and why they were charging it. So the amount of like information that I got, they're very valuable. It's like so
1: invaluable, super. Right? It's like that. Yeah. That's kind of stuff that you like. You you wish you could just like Google that, but you can't. You can not exactly if you meet these people. You end up going to like a, a place, a destination where you happen to meet them. So really, your C S was great. It really is, is the people you met, yeah. And
0: not so much. Oh, the show was amazing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's <laughs> basically that's basically the summary of the CES. And so, yeah. in a weird way, it wasn't because of the, the technology that made it great. It was just the industry itself, like the people in the industry that made it great. So, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to my long story. I was kind of bummed out that you weren't there, but hopefully next year, next year I can hey, walk the floor. We'll with make you. it. Yeah.
1: Ha- we'll make it happen next year. You know, what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit right now. We will go together next year. Oh, I'll that's going to that be right awesome. Now.
0: I couldn't, I couldn't like, I'm like looking left and right. I'm like, I wish you was here. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of The Coffee Creators. Again, Yi, thank you so much for being here. Tomorrow, uh, Yi and I are going to be talking about the cars uh, from CES and a couple other things on this new venture that we're doing. It's called Auto Enthuse. It's going to be on YouTube. I'll share the link when it is available, but it's going to be a fun conversation. But Yi, thank you so much. Uh, Looking forward to that tomorrow. And um, yeah, also looking forward to the next year's CES. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Well, take care.